Welcome to the Oh You're A podcast, where we take one label and rip it apart. Get ready to listen to the entertaining stories and relentless judgment. everybody welcome back to oh you're uh you're here today listening to us um with our fourth episode of oh you're a conversationalist just like us we're awesome conversationalists <laughs> <laughs> we like to think so maybe we've just got our head stuck up somewhere where you know no one can get to only us um <laughs> we're picking on this topic uh because it is gemini season and gemini's like to you know blah 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 all the time and they like to think that they're good conversationalists. So, I mean, we could again be completely ironic given that we were confident enough and motivated enough to make a podcast in the first place. And this could infer that we think we're pretty good damn conversationalists, but maybe we're not and all of that. No, we're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get on with it. Um, in case you don't know what a conversationalist is, um, just a basic uh, definition is a person who is good at or fond of engaging in conversation. Yes, agreed. And the the act of conversation I got from Urban Dictionary, it is a tool used to make people listen to how horrible your sad excuse of a life is, sometimes used as a torture device for terrorists. Boom! <laughs> I feel like sometimes it is a torture device um, for a terrorist, <laughs> the way some people go on with their conversations, honestly. Just, I feel like my brain can explain. <laughs> um, let's start off with a talking point of uh, what do we reckon the good ingredients of a conversation are? Um, I like the allowing room for the other person to think and speak. Yeah. And uh, if you started a conversation, not feeding off as much. I do that when I'm when I'm wasted, but I'll talk about that later. <laughs> and and the the smiling and notterers. Oh, the smiling notterers. They just they're not. Oh no! Wait. That, sorry. That's not what we want. That's not what we want. What's a good conversation? Not list? a smiler and an odder. I messed, up, I messed up my notes. Hang on. So yeah, allowing room to speak and breathe, not not fading off, and just offering some kind of perspective. Yeah. Input. Input. I think it's like um for me, I I think of the analogy of a tennis match. You know, you've got good to and fro. Um, you know, someone else speaks and you let the other one speak and you speak. It's just, it's a, it's a back and a forth. It's not a squash game. You know, it's not talking at someone. It's, I mean, a rant fest is different, but you know, you get those people that just use others to hear themselves talk, AKA Gemini's. Um, and that, in my opinion, is a squash game. There's no to and fro. It's just me and the wall, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you may as well be, you know, these people could be talking to a piece of furniture. It won't make a difference. Yeah. They don't want input. They just want to hear themselves speak. Yeah. <laughs> Hate that shit. Um, yeah, a good conversation is sharing of opinions. Honest ones too. Like, I hate that, you know, let's just be fakely agreeable because we don't want to rock the boat and therefore we're having a superficial conversation and we're lying about who we are. Therefore, the other person doesn't even have a chance to really get to know the real us because we are just being agreeable for the sake of we don't like competition, confrontation or something. Yeah, like my Gemini ex. It's <laughs> 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 exactly like that. Like, he'd boast and talk in a loud diaphragm, blah, 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 spouting off information. And, like, 
he just got the sense of he was so chuffed with himself yeah. for saying this bit of information at you that he's not his brain's like already switched off and not listening to what you're saying. He's busy congratulating himself. Oh my god! And not like, present yeah. in a conversation. He just had that look like, yeah, I talked. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that in a conversation where the person's not actually actively listening to you at all. They're just thinking about what they're going to say next or yeah. what they've just said and again having a bit of a glow about what they just <laughs> went on about. That's not a conversation. That's just, I'm just waiting for my turn to speak because what I say is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Um, and also like the idea of sharing opinions, the honest ones, not just the yep, I agree with you, yep, 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 because you, you know, you don't want just this agreeable you know, you don't. You may as well just have a conversation with yourself if you're going to do that. You want a dynamic that has different points of views and stories being shared. You know, it's a sharing of stories. It's a narrative, a personal narrative that's being shared through a conversation. And here on this podcast, yep, although we are agreeable, we're still different people with different approaches, which makes the dynamic tasty. So, for instance, I'm a massive hater, and Ziggy is all charged with emotionalism of things. It gives people the benefit of the doubt, where I'm basically from the opinion of, no, you're dead to me. So, um... <laughs> We clashed on that idea, and I think it makes it tasty. Tasty and spicy. It's tasty and spicy. It gives it a bit of spice. <laughs> makes it interesting to, to, to eat. Yeah. Um, drunk and stone conversations. Uh, okay. you, I mean, they can be good conversations. That's great. Um, I usually, most, most of the time, instead of surface chat, I'll just get either really drunk, even when I'm stoned, and on acid, I will become a disco queen. As soon as there's music, I'm on the floor. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm outside. I'm putting my makeup on and I'm dancing. Anyway, and that skips all the boring surface chat stuff. Yeah, you get straight to the good stuff. Yeah, and then I can just jump into conversations and be like, yes, here's my contribution. Um, and, but drunk conversations, they can get real deep and meaningful. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love, I love deep and meaningful when you, you well, I mean... You get drunk, and I think somehow, and it's stupid. In a way, I, I sort of um, I disdain the idea, but I do the idea of embracing it. That you need to have alcohol sometimes to tear down those walls that allow you to be vulnerable. I mean, I wish we could just be vulnerable generally like that. Um, and I'm saying that as somebody who doesn't like being vulnerable, typically. Um, I mean, I love those conversations you have when you're drunk and you're vulnerable and you get all teary. And I suppose it does boil down to A, what you drink, and B, who you are when you're drunk. Yeah. Um, but typically, if we're talking about me, I turn into a gooey mess of feelings, like sentimental shit I would never even dream of or dare saying when I'm sober because I'm always storming about with my walls up. Um, <laughs> But yeah, have a, having a few too many wines, you can look gooey, you open up, you tell everyone how much you love them, and, and that can be really soul cleansing. Um, it can be, yeah, yeah definitely. And yeah. if I'm not that tender-hearted, sentimental person when I'm wasted, then I'm that, yay, let's dance all night kind of person. So um, <laughs> yeah, there's two, there's two modes that can, can happen. But yeah. I think those conversations can be really... I mean, you do. You may not remember exactly what you say when you're in those sort exactly. of drunk, drunk moments, but you remember how you felt and that you felt some sort of more uh, intimate connection with the people you were with. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah. last time you and me tried to take acid, we didn't have many conversations. We just ended up dancing. And, yeah, that's and right. From hopping, hopping, yeah, <laughs> hopping and hopping and hopping. And then, uh, yeah, stone conversations. Those are the ones for like just blase, uh, fade off don't really know where it's going man and then you stop and then you're like wait what was they talking about i know i know <laughs> well, though, like i uh yeah those ones 
because you start thinking I, I feel that when you do that you feel you start talking about the world in a much larger scheme and you feel so insignificant and you feel like wow I understand everything now and, and things are so much more funnier and things are so much more funnier I mean remember that time we watched YouTube um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just I don't even tell you the whole story I just got to remember that time we watched YouTube and you just crackling, crackling away um, we watched YouTube and I had never been so I had never been so stoned because we, we made what was it talking about baking um we actually made muffins these mini muffins oh, yeah. hash muffins but the, the the problem was that they were mini and they were potent as fuck <laughs> they were so potent like you take one and you're like wow and then you think nothing of it and you take seven and then you can't walk like you're sitting on the couch like in a catatonic state thinking everything is funny um and we were watching those stupid videos on youtube about like um unsolved mysteries yeah, and um, cryptoids and, and yeah like uh, Cthulhu and yeah. I don't know Cthulhu, Cthulhu. <laughs> and the guy that's right the guy who was doing the video oh god I've got to find that video again was his, his voice was the worst and we were cracking up just the fact that he's, he spoke yeah. as a conversation as he spoke in a way it was like and you have Cthulhu <laughs> the mystery of Cthulhu is that and we were just oh we thought it was oh my god yeah I don't know if they were conversations or if we're just getting completely off topic now, but that was a really good time. <laughs> we're, 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 we're tapping into the tangent um, <laughs> tangent section of where we put that. But um, yeah. What are we up to? Conversation. Going and, oh, drug stuff. Um, yeah, we go off on tangents. You have, you have a good time. I do have to say, um, some people, it really depends on the context, but when you are stoned or if it's the right kind of uh, strain to be high off where you can be stoned but still have an intelligent conversation then you can unravel this whole world of the details to each other and it's not boring yeah annoying details yeah. and you can actually get way more involved and you've got way more flow in the conversation it just yeah, it bounces naturally a bit more. yeah those, yeah. those highs I really enjoy um, I'm a fan of going beyond the trivial small talk everyday stuff like if we're just going back to general conversations mm. you know the whole how's the weather it's pretty fucking rainy today bullshit surface chat crap those type of conversations I mean what what I want from a conversation is I want to know who I'm trading ideas with I want to know the soul and the essence of someone and in return share mine and honestly you know like I know like we all know like you know some people just don't want to go there or simply they can't no um, but man, I'm such an antisocial person. For me, a conversation better be hearty. There has to be some meat on there. Mm. Something intense, something thoughtful. Otherwise, I may as well just shut myself in and listen to an audiobook, write or write something or play computer games without someone's inane rubbish causing noise pollution in my environment. Exactly. When it, when the conversation starts getting really tedious, when I feel like I'm putting too much in and getting in, nothing back, I feel like my brain is shriveling and my throat is drying up and I just end up going yeah <laughs> just, uh. well it's, it's almost like a, a, a bit of respect that if you are contributing a lot and someone's not actually giving much back it's like well are you are you engaged are you are you having this with me or mm-hmm. are you making me feel like I am that guy playing squash yeah you know <laughs> yeah. um you know, that's the idea of like, you know, asking and answering questions in a conversation to keep it going. You know, you can get that unbalance of here's a question and then someone answers it in paragraphs mm. and then the question gets thrown back to the original person and they answer with one fucking sentence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be 50-50 all the time, but 
it's a bit of a down buzz when someone doesn't really reflect or share in a conversation. Like, why, why, why are we having this? Yeah, yeah. Um, what kinds of people do you think actually host good conversations? Uh, definitely ones who uh, will say something and then listen to what the other person has to say. Active listening, eh? There's, there's some, yeah, there's some, listening. there's some power in being a listener as well. Active listening, being present, and just also having that humour and perspective to bounce off of mm. and keep the conversation going. And then even if you do go off on a tangent, it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, because you're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're having a good time with it. It's a, it's an engaging thing. Mm. Um, I like, you know, I like people who actually want to have a conversation. Like, I think the willingness is a huge factor of it. You know, they're not just performing an obligatory chore of courtesy. Like, they're actually interested in engaging. They have inputs. They want to know you. They want to have that interaction. It's not just, oh, here I am and I have to do it. Like, I think about, um, like, yeah. There's not, yeah, there's not giving me anything. It's yeah. just, I oh, look, I'm still listening. I'm still listening. Yeah. I'm still listening. Yeah. But what do you actually think? What do you reflect on this? Like, can you give me your input? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, um. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Um, and I think, you know, if you think about, like, obligatory, like, the conversations you get put in, and you feel like you have to have them, I hate, I, I actually, nowadays, I've been refuse to put myself in those situations I'm, I'm backing away from those situations as much as possible um, and what I mean by those sort of situations where a conversation feels like a chore is those fam- that those family gatherings for me is, is a real bleh yeah, yeah it's a yeah. real because I don't know what to say or do I'm not a big family person I don't I also think I um, I get easily bored at family gatherings it's part of it so um, children you know they're running around talk, t- talking inane shit about toys and stuff I don't give a crap about Old people muttering about who they saw last year down at the church. Um, <laughs> everyone just being so surface level pleasant. Um, oh, it's small talk galore. Yeah. Um, but then again, if you're talking about conversations where you have to be in a place, I think interviews, like one-on-one job interviews. I'm pretty shining when it comes to an interview. Like I can sell myself by being myself. I feel like um, in an interview, since you've got it, you know, fish are biting. Yeah. Someone is already interested in you. In mm. you, because you applied for the role, you are interested in them. Yeah. So the, the, there's a mutual interest established already, which takes you to the realm of powerful conversations, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. When you've had en- enough conversations with people by the time you get to a job interview, you can just look at the interview like a conversation. Yeah. And then you can engage with the questions after or at the end when they usually ask if you've got questions. Mm. And then you can sound like an intelligent human being. Well, just like, you know, an authentic human being because you're being real and you're having a, a conversation that's you and someone's interested in you. So you can just be. Yeah. Be. You can just be you. Whereas I think if we compare that to the family gatherings, um, the family isn't interested in me. And honestly, I'm not interested in them. There's a mutual disinterest, which equals surface level, boring, polite, do I have to do this kind of conversations that feel like a chore. Yeah. I agree. I just, I don't don't put myself in those positions much. I come from a a mixed race family, so usually 60% of the guests at the table are speaking a totally different language. So all us whiteys are off to one side, kind of like either reverting back to the superficial uh, conversation about mundane things or mildly interesting things. Or we're really good at zoning out and staring at things at the table. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
just awkward. It's just awkward, isn't it? It's yeah. like an artificial situation. Yeah. 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 Um, I think another big thing for us and what makes someone a good conversationalist is a sense of open-mindedness. You know, open-minded people and people who pick up on patterns, like people who every time you talk, keep piecing together who you are. Mm. Like, I think um, with open-minded people comes people who aren't overly sensitive. Yes. So I think that if you... If you've got somebody who's open-minded, they're going to be less offended. That's just, I don't know, this is obviously my, my philosophy. But the more offended people get, I think the more narrow-minded they can reflect. They're not willing to take on different perspectives. Yes. Um, and I don't really, you know, I don't really like the you-can't-say-that police killing the flow <laughs> of the conversations. Um, yeah, I don't like prudes and that. So yeah, how dare you share your personal opinion and offend somebody? Yeah. I mean, I can't talk to prudes or precious, precious people. Yes, inevitably you're gonna come along people who rub you the wrong way. That is that is life. Um, but how you deal with that is a big big part of it, you know. Um, thinking about, yeah, let's embrace rubbing each other the wrong way and try to learn something. Try to understand a different perspective outside our cushy dark hole from which you always operate. <laughs> um, yep, I agree. Conversations that we have all reflect how our brains work. Yeah. And what we choose to spend our energy on. Um, and it also pretty much just act as, uh, acts as soul food to grow or stagnate. Um, yeah, what do, you, like, what do you mean by the soul food thing? So basically when you start conversations with people, you can, that's your, you putting your feelers out to see if they can, you know, uh, rebut and debate and with receptive. you and ignite that conversational fire and using almost like using people as conversational mirrors mm. and then you like have something to relate to when they've got something in common or something to debate about when they don't agree or come up with something different or if they have no goddamn opinion at all then can be like oh they're super chill and I'm either going to be like um empathetic to that and then that starts bringing you down to the stagnation section or you can be like nah fuck that that's boring you're not challenging me enough yeah yeah exactly getting challenged it's a a way to yeah have your feelers out and find out who are your people yes yeah yeah yeah, I I really I totally agree with that you know you're a conversation is that gateway into figuring out where your tribe where your tribe is mm. and it's not always the people who are going to agree with you 100% all the time you know because mm. that's going to be boring after a while you need some sort of challenge or some sort of growth that comes from it right mm. like um yeah you, I mean a good conversation is stuff where you have space and opportunity to broaden your understanding of yourself and others mm. um and with that comes the idea of being brave and listening to opinions that challenge your own like come on how dumb would it be if you're just having conversations with everyone who thinks exactly like you do you're not learning yeah you're not learning you're not growing exactly and i think what we've just said is highly relevant to what is going on june 2020 worldwide oh yeah everyone must uh remember to have conversations and having conversations with critical thinking also allows you to help put your fucking emotions in check yeah i'm just i'm just gonna throw that in and being open to other perspectives Mm -hmm. being open and not just going my way's the right way yeah yeah totally um personally another thing i think that makes a good conversationist um is a person who isn't stupid 
and I don't mean like you know people have to be mavericks or have degrees or you know be professors or anything but I mean people who are coherent in their thoughts like I understand what they're telling me um, and I mean personally I value communication so greatly my job is about communication and teaching others how to communicate with flair and clarity so when I get myself into a conversation where someone is like um, no matter like that, that's their message no matter how passionate or intense their tone of voice is I just think you know what put more effort into making yourself coherent so that others can understand what the fuck you're saying otherwise it's a bloody waste of time it's just noise pollution yeah I mean that's the whole idea behind communicating in the first place their desire to be understood and to understand others and bad conversationalists don't care about these things yeah exactly boring <laughs> boring um, so I don't know if we've really um, done much in the way of being overly positive but now we're going <laughs> to jump to the section where we talk about what we notice people doing in conversations that totally fucks us off um yeah what are the shitty conversations we've had or what are the shitty patterns we've recognized in conversations um i think that the things that people do <laughs> that really fuck me off um is people who kind of like have those inflections is it like this is it like this inflection and then they are using the top half of their lungs so that they've got a really high pitched voice <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was talking to a mouse just then. <laughs> yeah, the fucking like I don't know why people have to make ramp up the end of a sentence with a tone. It doesn't make it sound more interesting. It makes it sound fucking irritating. I I heard ages ago that New Zealanders are really prominent for doing it. Yeah. I know. I I like listening and editing. And I'm like, oh yeah, we do it, but yeah. it's not really annoying like this. Every <laughs> other word. I notice teenagers doing it a lot more, but there are some who have who continue to have dumb conversations and don't grow, therefore they keep that shit going. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Well, actually, talking about teenagers and dumb conversations, I mean, I've had a lot of experience in this. Um, when they like everything, and the word like comes at uh. every third, third word, and I'm thinking, what the fuck are you saying? Like, you know, someone puts up their hand and I go, yeah, what is it? And they go, is that like we like the like, um, <laughs> the like uh, metaphor like as uh, like representative of like the, you know, like the... No. <laughs> Can you just get to the fucking point? Like, you need to you need to actually omit the word like from your vocabulary because you're not using it right. <laughs> realize it was that bad <laughs> it can be it's not con- i don't think it's generally that bad but you get a few individuals who are like this and like that and even on the radio you know i hear radio talk back and people who call into the radio are like 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 all the time as well so i think it's that sort of pause in your thinking you don't know what you're saying so you're giving your time you're stalling i think i've done the same thing with the word the f word to be fair um <laughs> maybe not on that level but you know i go blah blah, blah fucking blah, blah blah fucking fucking you know and i think it stalls my mind to think but actually a funny story that i just realized about that we um when my parents were getting their house done and we had these scaffolding people come over there was a guy who got stuck on the f word like really got stuck on it what do you, what do you so, mean? okay i'll give you an example he was he went um tomorrow we're gonna fucking 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 take the scaffolding down and then after we take the fucking 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 scaffolding we're gonna um go over to the left area of that house where we fucking 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 will put up the fucking fucking he would get stuck and he do he gets stuck on the f word like a like a 
a stuck sort of record player. Just... Was he having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> that's just apparently the people working with him is like that's just how he talks. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Wow! That would okay. just you know what they would do? They would fucking 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 do my head in after a while is what it would do. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck it, fucking, fucking, fuck that guy. <laughs> wow. Um, another thing I noticed about people, oh, a big thing that actually fucks me off is when people get stuck on pathetic, menial details. Oh, God. They're not only the important, <laughs> so not only important to their own memory. Yeah. You know, like, um, for example, last summer, no, was it spring? Ah, yeah, I think it was spring. Um, me and my brother and his wife, no, actually his girlfriend, I don't think they were married then. Yeah, they had probably been together for three years at that point. And so, yeah, us three went to that cute Italian, or was it Greek? No. Restaurant down in Newtown. No, 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 it was called Bernie. No, maybe it was Thorndon. Yeah, that restaurant where I ordered, oh, God, what did I order again? Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 anyway, the waiter came over and complimented, complimented me on my dress. No, actually, I think it was my necklace. Ugh. I think my Aunt Tiffany got that for me on my 20th, no, my 23rd birthday. Oh, that's right, I ordered a Greek salad without the olives. Oh, now I remember. Oh, I in the face already. <laughs> when a story goes on like that, I know, you get the rage growing. Now you think, why the fuck do all those de- why the fuck do the, all those details matter? Where is the story going? What is the point of the story? Why are you telling me this? Like, all those details, fucking who gave you the necklace, what you were wearing on the day, was it your girlfriend's brother or wife? Who the fuck cares? Why, what, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It drives me nuts. Oh my god. Uh, um, I can't stand... Okay, it's usually a uh, person who wasn't born in a Western world. Or maybe it could be. I don't know. <laughs> There's a thing that, that people do, especially my mother. Sorry, mum, if you're listening. But it's like, do you want some of the... And then just continues doing something else. I'm like, the what? The what? She just doesn't finish the sentence. She does it all the time. I'm sorry, mum, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's like actually that. no. You said I used to have a kid, uh, no, a kid, a, a teacher at primary school when I was a kid who did the same thing, and it would drive all of us kids mental because she'd be like, "Right, girls, um, tomorrow, uh, today we're going to go and." And we're waiting, and we were thinking, is she just being suspenseful? And then she'd just jump onto the next thing. So get out your mask, box. <laughs> I was like, oh, huh? God, yeah. It's when the, I think in their head maybe they the connection between mouth and brain isn't so <laughs> solid, so they think they're saying it, but they're not saying it. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> something like that. But yeah, still on the on the topic of uh, just bringing my mum into it again. <laughs> Sorry, mum, love you. <laughs> Having a conversation with my mum is awesome and infuriating. At the same time, sometimes we can be talking about awesome, deep, and meaningful stuff, and having that really good bounce, bounce off wall thing, and having some kind of deeper connection. And then she's like, "Look over there! <laughs> oh, look at the cat! Like, God, we're talking about a thing that's got nothing to do with the cat right now." But I have noticed other people, not just my mum, out there who do that or are really good at having. It's almost like the conversation is getting too close to their core oh. that they've been protecting their whole life. Get away. Let's distract yeah, it. Let's, yeah. let's, let's pull the point somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Diversions, distractions. Well, it could even just be they're bored and they don't want to hear you anyway, so they're just going to start 
really obtusely and rudely throwing the conversation in a different direction just so uh, we can keep speaking but it's now gonna tantalize me more yeah because I think my mum did that when I was a kid and I'd come home and I'd be like really excited about my day or something I learned you know I was talking about what I learned at school because I was such a geek and I'd be like look I learned blah 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 talking about I don't know metaphors and similes and this new book I'm studying or whatever and then she'd be nodding as she's driving and then she goes when last have you seen Henry <laughs> like what the fuck how's that even how's that even god damn and I, I remember when we've had um sort of like butting heads moments when I told her how I felt and I was being quite like emotionally vulnerable and raw mm. and she'd do a similar thing because I think it got too heavy or I mean my mother is an Aquarius um <laughs> it got too heavy for her and she got too awkward about it all so then again she'd do the same thing like oh you haven't um you haven't taken the car out for a while or, you know, she'd look at my face and I would think that she's looking at my face because she's reading my thoughts and my emotions, she's paying a lot of attention, but then she'd be like, you need to stop picking your face. God. Oh, <laughs> you know, listening to my tirade. Yes. You're, you're like looking at my bad skin. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mum does a similar thing. Usually when she's busy in the kitchen as usual when I'm trying to talk to her and all I get is, ah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can tell it's the, the the filler the filler sounds that you make to pretend that you're listening, yeah. but you're not because your brain's actually focusing on something else. Way to go, Gemini. <laughs> Another thing that really fucks me off is when people talk too slowly. I just don't have the patience. I really, I'm I, I'm a patient person in many realms realms of my life, but with a conversation, when people and it's not even interesting, they just drag the fucking words out like I was thinking that we should go to that supermarket and buy that nice cheese that you like so much. I mean, fucking get on with it. Get the fuck on with it. I'm rude. I'll button. I'll interrupt. I don't actually, you know, when people talk like that or when they just take, taking their fucking sweet time, when they're struggling to make their point, I'll get in there. I know, Steve, because some people are like, oh, you can't interrupt in a conversation because that's really rude. You are fucking being rude right now but taking up so much time in my goddamn world with your boring story that's being stretched and, like, it just pours, like, treacle. It's yeah. fucking boring. It's slow. Get on with your point. I feel like I'm aging when I talk to, when people talk to me. It's so, like, by the end of that conversation, I'll have a beard. That's how I feel. Like, and I don't want a beard. It's not, gonna, it's not a good look. Fuck. Oh my god, I'm like that with people who are just, I'll be spouting off all the interesting stuff and then they're either not listening or they've got very little to say and I feel like my brain is shriveling and my throat is drying up and then I'm like, why am I wasting my energy and, and words on this person? But then at the same time, and I'm a little bit guilty of this, I hate people who constantly dominate the conversation as well. Yeah, um, I do that. Uh, what's his face? Ginger, ginger, dickhead, jizz, socket, sock puppet. Um, Donald Trump. Yeah! <laughs> I don't know how it was like, I don't know, I can't remember his name, but I know he's a jizz muppet, sock puppet. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. jizz muppet is now, uh, is now a term I understand. From our Gemini episode in creating that, the authentic sort of term that came from it was jizz muppet. I now use that, that's, a, that's in my daily vernacular. Yeah. Oh, that guy's such a jizz muppet. <laughs> But yeah, he does the same thing whether it be uh, in a delayed response via Twitter or some kind of social media or answering journalist questions. 
I don't do this, I blah 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 blah, that's not right, blah blah blah, and just defending, defending, um, not <laughs> having a conversation about it whatsoever, and using I a lot. Me, 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 me I, me, I, me, I, me. I. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And just... Oh, well, look at the state of the country. Hey. <laughs> look at it. Oh, boy. Good luck, America. Yep. Um, uh, what else can be real awkward, though, you know, I suppose for many people, is that um, breaking up conversations, even if it's between friends mm. or, or, you know, an intimate partner, the, the breakup conversation can be pretty harrowing. Mm, yeah, when you're trying to set boundaries with people, whether it be your partner or friends. Mm. Or even your friends' partner. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, I haven't gone that far yet. I don't go to that second of the ground. Like, I no, have. That's, that's your fucking shit. You I deal have. with it. You you bought it. It was so much fun. I, like, screamed at a friend, and then their partner came at me on Messenger, and then I had to go at them on Messenger, and, and then I blocked them. As though I'm in the middle of writing back, because I was done. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And no, then, I just think you you broke it, you bought it, yeah. you deal with that shit. Like if someone's got partner issues, like oh god no, nah. If you don't like, if people don't know how to talk with their partners, that's fucking on them. That's mm-hmm. a two. That's a two way fucking street. They need to walk down. Mm. I think throwing myself into that situation is just gonna make it fucking more complicated somehow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, but like um thinking about breakup conversations if you're a total rage troll like me <laughs> I like to get the last word and then do a mic drop and storm away so um, or you know yell at someone when you're packing when I'm packing my shit I'll be yeah. packing my shit like, I'm out of here and I'm like raging it up while the person's like standing there silently gaping um, and I think when I've reached that point that my mind is made and I'm pretty unstoppable so I'm like yeah, yeah this is it like, yeah, everything right, just the highway's flows. going the highway's flowing you know it's, yeah yeah. yeah. Well, then, then that kind of steps it out of conversation territory. Or oh, you are having a conversation; they're just not included. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is um, the, the book is shut. <laughs> um, do we have any famous conversationists or hosts or anything that we can think of? Oh, there we go. Best talk show host. We've got oh, Jimmy. Yeah, talk show host. Jimmy Fallon. David Letterman. Oh, he he was a time. He was a I remember yeah. the time when David David. I don't Ellen. like Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, she's, she's too sensationalistic, and mm. so many people have come back saying she's an utter rude bitch. And I think she, she's an Aquarius. Uh, Oprah, Oprah. I, 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 I tie her into some conspiracy stuff at the oh, moment, hey. so I don't, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust her. But yes, so Oprah, yeah, well, she, she's a self made sort of person, though, like this. Some success around. Oh yeah, but you know? for yeah, yeah, interesting ties in, in her celebrity growth and <laughs> in, in the research. That she's I've also done. isn't she's also a bloody curious, isn't she? Ah, huh. 29th, 29th of Jan. Weird. Yeah, curious. Being talk show hosts. Wait. Oh, he's an Aries. David Letterman's an Aries. Oh yeah. I didn't mind him when he was on. I didn't mind him. Oh, um, who's that other guy? That sort of um, that little guy that I quite like. Um, and he's he does a UK one. And he does oh, a red chair. Graham Norton. Graham Norton. Yeah, I like the Graham Norton show. Honestly. Um, I mean, like I'm not religious in watching it, but I think it's it's a good laugh, like an easy, let's yeah, chill yeah. sort of laugh. He's an Aries as well. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. No, oh, he's fun. If I was a gay guy, I'd, I'd go and have him. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. He seems yes, and he, he's actually a writer as well. He's written yes. books. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So basically, what I'm getting from this is, if you're already a good, humorous, uh, spontaneous, 
uh, conversation list with progressive ideas in the conversation, why not have a talk show? Yeah. Why not have a podcast? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a podcast. Oh, um, that's a good idea. Maybe we should get onto that. <laughs> Uh, but uh, as for like famous conversations, when I did a search for that before, it was more of just like conversations that help recognize how teenagers shop for rock and roll music in the 60s. I saw I saw a few articles of like, um, what 10 ways that you can have a, a winning conversation with anybody you meet. And it was just some lady going on and spouting on about how she's a networker and she's a, you know, a consultant and I'm awesome, I'm awesome and people need to look into the eyeballs and do this and do it. It's just like, you're not even getting to the point. How the fuck are you a good conversationalist? You're not even getting to the point in your writing of it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the irony. Yeah. Uh, ah, just, ah, hang on. I just remembered. Uh, there's one podcast I want to shout out or oh, maybe a couple actually, who oh, are yeah. really good um, conversationalists. Lots of pasta, Captain Death. He is, I think he's a Leo, and he seems to have a really good um, camaraderie with the guests on his show where they read creepy stories, but then they actually take the time to critique it mm. afterwards and ask each other how it made them feel and how the story could have gotten better or what would have made it funnier or even pick on the authors or the way that they wrote it. Um, And that's one of the main things that I really enjoyed about the podcast and got me into it and become like number one fan. Um, Yeah, I'll do a shout out to a podcast. Um, I'm shouting out to your favourite band, Sucks. Um, Mark and Tyler I love your favourite band Six Sucks Sucks Your favourite Sorry it's Mercury <laughs> Your favourite band Sucks um, It's it's really entertaining Basically all the music You can think of Any bands you can think of That have been Sort of um, Iconic throughout the years They basically trash And reveal How they're, they're Really sucky And it's really entertaining To listen to um, I, I do get some Good giggles on So thank you Mark Mosley And Tyler um, For sharing that With us yeah, man. Yeah. When, when sometimes when me and Nova run out of conversation, we listen to this podcast and and look at stupid YouTube, and it's great. We have a great time. Yeah, it's a really good time. Yeah. Now we still need stories yes. from you about uh, altercations you've had with star signs, a Taurus, a Gemini, someone you've run into, some funny story that you'd love to share and wouldn't make a shout out to you on our podcast yeah even if you don't know ask one of your friends who is harder into astrology and has the like oh my god they were like such an aquarius yeah or you can just talk somebody on facebook and look at their birthday uh you know if you've got facebook friends just look at their birth dates yeah um and or even ask them just to be sure if it wasn't a fake one and be like hey um are you actually born on the 2nd of may um (laughs) just 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 to you know cover your bases yeah exactly and so get back to us with those or any other stories related to star signs or uh, sub stories at O. Yanozi at gmail.com. O H Y A N O Z I. Did I spell it right this time? O H Y A N O Z I at gmail.com. O Yanozi. And then we also have an Instagram with. Oh, you're a podcast. 
Yeah, and we have our Facebook page. You know, our Facebook page is, is doing pretty. It's not. It's not too bad at the moment. You can always reach out and message us on our Facebook page as well. Yeah, if that's easy too. At the moment, we're mainly posting memes and interesting things. And obviously, you can listen to our podcast via the links on our Facebook page or our Instagram. You know, it's all it's all on there. Yeah. Oh, you're a podcast. Oh, you're a uh, on Facebook and oh, you're nosy at Gmail. Give us your stories. And yeah, we'll shout out and we'll, we'll, we'll be happy to hear them. Even if you want to um, write a letter of complaint or <laughs> aggression and say, you know, you guys suck and give us a whole myriad of reasons why we suck. Hey, we'll take it. Yeah, definitely. We'll roll with that. Yeah, for sure. I'm into it. Uh, we are found on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Cast. What's the other ones? Anchor, Anchor FM, and soon to be more once I figure out the RSS feeds and all that stuff. But in the meantime, we're just going to keep doing these and putting them out. And thank you to uh, listener, listener in Germany. Yes. Fuck yeah! yeah! Spread it and take it over the world! Yes, uh, thank you to our Jim, uh, German listeners um, and our New Zealand listeners. Yep. And, yep. Wh- and whoever else listeners, thanks for even giving it a go for even just eight minutes. But usually, if you listen to for more than 20 minutes, you get to better funny stuff. I swear, I promise you we're get funny. Hooked. You do get hooked. <laughs> just keep with it. It's like, you know, the first three episodes of Game of Thrones were confusing as fuck. <laughs> but if you just plow through that, you're, you're stuck in there. You're, you're committed. Yeah. This, this is like us. Yeah. Not that we're as good as, you know, Georgia, Martin's <laughs> work. I'm never going to claim that. That guy's a fucking genius. But, you know, stick with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that was uh, that's uh, a good time to stop the conversation. Yes. Yeah. We'll stop the conversation here. Okay, thanks, thanks for listening. Bye.